Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotza Ben and Friends where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two dear friends of ours, Tiago. Yo. And Rose. Hi. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives, as we play through this series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played through the final case of Apollo Justice Ace Attorney, Turnabout Succession, the end of the game, and the final, uh, like, I don't know, the final, like, run of Takumi written games, right? Because Takumi has written games one through three. Mm-hmm. He is the writer and story director on game four. Mm-hmm. Games, uh, the spinoffs, like Miles Edgeworth Investigations, are not written by him. And the uh, games five and six, then, are also not written by him. So this is kind of like the end of an era for him. He is handing off the series to fresh uh fresh blood at capcom to kind of take over things fresh blood uh, they need to the- sacrifice people <laughs> yeah on on the altar of a uh, crunch <laughs> does that mean that the great ace attorney is shutakumi yes great ace attorney is is shutakumi shutakumi also uh was part of the story team for professor layton versus phoenix wright as I well i fucking forgot we were playing that so yeah. he was also on those wait are uh, we, and are ghost we playing Trick. those uh well we can we could see when we get there it's up to you uh but oh. I I think those are really compelling I think those are really interesting and I are... just I just play what you guys tell me yeah I, <laughs> I, my my plan unless we had strong objections my plan was to get to those but that's not that's for the future um today we are uh gonna talk about turnabout su- succession excuse me and uh, yep I, I I didn't want to do I it know. <laughs> I know. And uh, so I was going to go over, this is a pretty lengthy case because it is a final case. Uh, It's not quite as long as case five of game one, but... um, Is anything? But it's still, yeah, but it it starts to get up there. So, uh, and there's a lot going on. So instead of our usual process of like going through the whole thing, like in depth, I'm instead going to do a, like a short summary of the entire case right up front here. And then we will dive into it. So, just like how the case is testing out the new jury system, we're testing out a new system. <laughs> yeah, we're so gonna do it in, better than that, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, uh, in this final case, a forger, Drew Misham, is poisoned seemingly by his own uh, meek daughter, Vera. Phoenix Wright ropes uh, Apollo and Trucy into this case because. This is a test of the new jurist system, he calls it, which would place a jury in control of the final decision of the court instead of the judge, as in previous cases. It quickly comes to light that not only is Vera actually the forger, not her father, but that this case is deeply entwined with the case from seven years ago in which Phoenix Wright lost his badge. We touched on this a little bit uh, in previous cases, but we haven't gotten the details until now. The Troop Grammary, magical performance group uh, of which uh, Trucy is related to, you know, her parents were part of this, uh, their sordid blackmail, Christoph Gavin's dark schemes, and Phoenix Wright's counter schemes all come together in a digital database of evidence 
that you as the player kind of comb through to piece together the final truth as you prove Vera's innocence. Not only that, we also learn about Apollo and Trucy's family history, nail polish, and the perils of IP law for magic tricks. As Phoenix gambles with evidence and the black-hearted Kristoff to move the legal system into the future. Also, I guess Apollo is here too. So anyway, let's dive into the details. (laughs) Um, First overall feelings for this case. I would like to start with Desi. Um, How did you feel about this case overall uh, coming to it kind of with relatively fresh eyes? There's not enough Apollo. They took him from me. (laughs) I thought that might be uh, how you felt about it. It's nice to get the... The Phoenix side of things after talking about it multiple times throughout the game, but it's called Apollo Justice. Mm-hmm. Why is this about Phoenix? Uh, yeah, it, uh, for, for full context, like the first investigation in courtroom phase, you are playing as Apollo. Uh, but then once that is kind of wrapped up, then you are like tossed fully into the past uh, of Phoenix's uh, case from seven years ago. Um, Rose, how were, how did you feel overall about this case uh, and kind of just the overall vibes uh, of it? So Grand Umbrella is that I thought the actual case was fun and interesting. Um, I was having a pretty good time with the, you know, first investigation, the first little courtroom segment, I was like, yeah, I'm getting it, I'm doing it, Trucy and I, mm-hmm. solving the problems, we do the flashback, I'm like, yeah, alright, this is just like when we were Mia in game three, this is fine, I'll see the thing that happens. Um, and then, and then we hit the, uh, the rest of the case. <laughs> Oh, not not a fan of cyberspace. I'm actually here's the thing is that I I am a fan of cyberspace. I love how it looked, and I was furious about it being there because this is like nothing we've ever dealt with before. Goddamn hobo Phoenix is in there, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna solve the problem. You're the only one." It's like a video game. And I'm like, go to hell, <laughs> die. I hate you. I'm sick of this. Oh, oh my God. Wow. I got so mad. <laughs> to be fair, I, I was a little sleep deprived, but. Mm-hmm. um, Yeah, you spent the weekend at the cave, so you had a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I had to drive us all the way there and back because I have six friends and uh two of us can drive and oh no (laughs) (laughs) and that's my story so i drove us all the way there and all the way back and all the way around i was tired and phoenix wright was like it's like a game and i was like shut up don't tell me that (laughs) um as soon as you might have had some extenuating (laughs) circumstances as well (laughs) i think i still feel valid about it a couple days later um Mm -hmm. i didn't like it i I liked that it told you that you finished the information, except it also didn't in one case, which we can maybe get into later. Sure. Um, There's a segment where you, 
So I thought, I no, I'm doing the whole overarching thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that segment at all. Very happy to get back to the present. Uh, got back to the present again. Felt like someone had taken my hands off the wheel a little bit. Uh, and I was just sort of along along for the ride. Uh, which was sad because I wanted. I agree with Des. I wanted more Apollo. I was a little, a little disappointed he got taken away from me. Right. Um, that being said, though, the actual plot of the case I thought was really fun. I thought it was interesting. I kind of solved it a little earlier than the game did, but yeah, we that's also, okay. <laughs> I think when we were on stream, we also ran into this a bit. Uh, in I... that we were all like, we kind of got it game and it kept wanting to feed it to us, you Too know, much. step by step Too again. Much. And I was yeah. like, no, no, I, I, I get it. You, you did this already. I shot um, called both of the major twists before they actually happened. You can ask my roommate listeners, <laughs> please ask my roommate. How will you <laughs> do that? I don't <laughs> know. We, should, we, we shouldn't actually send our listeners after your roommate. <laughs> let's, how, how let's will jump they over. know? How will they know? Yeah. Let's jump over to Tiago. They're going to know. <laughs> Tiago, how, how did you feel about this uh, case in, in the overall sense? Uh, broad strokes, um, I enjoyed the case. There's one point where I legitimately wanted to vomit. Uh, my, my actual huge frustration in this case is that I find that it, it revolves around the psycho eye attack. So, like, uh-huh. I'll get there when we get there. Um, oh, I, I looked that up. I cheated. I, 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 I'll get, I'll explain it when we get there. Okay, uh, oh, by the way, listeners, uh, we have yeah, t-shirts now. Uh, <laughs> go find the psycho eye no, attack t-shirt. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean, no? This is At my the shirt. end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, fine, whatever. Um, I, this case, I really enjoyed the story. I like all the characters. My issue with this case is that it founded all of the fears that I had in the first case, which was... This case, this game is ultimately going to revolve around Phoenix Wright, and Apollo Justice will become a satellite, and that mm-hmm. is what happened at the end. My fears were justified. Sure, fucking and was. I, <laughs> and I am a genius. Um, <laughs> that is my broad joke. I still really like the story. I love Apollo and all the characters introduced in this game. Uh, that's how I feel. We, <laughs> yep. That's yeah. It. No. That, uh. So. Well, let's drill down a little bit here then and and just take it chunk by chunk then. So for investigation one, day one, you have kind of this, I thought anyway, cute moment with Trucy and Apollo starting off in the office and you get the little bit of your foreshadowing at the start with Phoenix handing an envelope to Trucy that he says only open when the time is right, uh, being vague and ominous again. It's okay, four fans, I'm going to kill you one day. <laughs> And uh, and and we and we also get in a little bit of info about Valent, uh, who's popped up before here uh, in the previous case, you know, and that he's going to be getting the magic uh, tricks of their mentor, Magnifi Grammary, after seven years, uh, because Zach's been gone, you know, for this period. Zach, who is Trucy's father, who was originally going to get the rights, he's he's been excuse me, he's been disappeared for seven years, and after seven years, the rights are going to be relinquished back to uh valance so he would he would be able to do his performances and he's already like prepping his show at the uh like big coliseum and that sort of thing like he's he's like waiting for the second 
you know, that seven years is up so that he can do this performance. Is, um, isn't it like uh, Zach is legally dead after like right. a certain date? <laughs> yeah, after seven, seven years, Zach is legally seven dead. Seven years is all it takes to be legally dead, huh? I know. I guess. It, the statute of limitations specific, but... on murder when you're an eight-year-old boy is apparently 15 years. So. <laughs> I know, right? But... It just changes from case to case, I guess, uh, for whatever's convenient for the story. Um, but yes, so Va- Valent gets very uh, concerned when he sees this envelope the truce he has. Um, you go uh, investigating to uh, Misham's uh, office, you know, his his studio where He's been doing his forgeries. You do some, uh, like, poking around with Emma as well. And the main things that come up here that are, like, super critical are uh, that uh, Drew is forging these paintings. Underneath his three paintings are paintings of all three cases that we've played so far, which uh... is really interesting. He's been paying very close attention to cases that Apollo has been involved in, which later we realize that it's actually not really apollo that he cares about it's actually kind of more just phoenix Uh, um, there's something that i really enjoy about this part actually where um at the beginning of the game we are introduced to like a painter vignette and that is what becomes like the backdrop to how like the first case is introduced so this is a callback to the first case which i really like yeah there there are some bits like it's a good moment when it happens because you're like what the fuck is going on? Why does he have paintings of all these cases? Uh, and then you find out it's just about Phoenix. Exactly. Uh, you also The other critical thing here, then, is the uh, little tiny frame, a little tiny picture frame, which then you spray and find poison residue on it. And since Drew has been poisoned, uh, it's not necessarily completely unusual to find poison in the place, but... The fact that it's on this little tiny picture frame is very, very strange, uh, and you just kind of put that in your back pocket for once you go into court. Uh, so I, I won't lie, this courtroom segment does not have like a a ton of like. Um, oh, uh, or, before before we go to sure. courtroom segment, this yeah. is like the last time we see Emma Sky. Yes, it is. <laughs> she introduced and you know us- what? She let me. She let me have some gadgets and use them, so she's good to go. I, her well, presence is justified. She I, actually does pop up once later when she, uh, right? Doesn't she? Uh, I, when she I, helps you out in the courtroom just for one second. Does she? Oh yeah. Or, oh yeah. Out of nowhere. Oh I, yeah. So when you are testing for poison there, um, yeah, um, on the letter envelope, she pops up there. But yes, that that is like the, <laughs> Emma Sky. Like the one uh, last little bit where she just shows up for like thirty seconds. <laughs> I feel like this game somehow assassinated your character. I wish you did more. Love you. Yeah. Good night. Bye. <laughs> I felt a little disappointed. I liked her so much more in the, uh, the like one, the one five or whatever it is. Because she was a character back then. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. She seems like like I wouldn't mind that she's like, oh, I didn't get the job I wanted, so I'm sad. Like I that would be wish- fine, but she's just so flat. <laughs> I low-key wish she was more antagonistic. Yeah, I, I want her to be more of a bitch or less of a bitch. One of the I two. either want her to be your best friend or someone who'll shoot you You're with a ray gun. Fucking Hopefully with a ray gun. I'm leaning um, more towards that. So yes, uh, this court segment is the exact moment where I want to vomit. Because mm-hmm. um, we get introduced to this uh, reporter 
a key witness. All right, yep. so Tiago, he's you, a lot. You don't like this guy. Here's here's my thing about this guy. It's not even like his fault. It's more about the game design. Because so far, uh, yeah. I actually think he's actually a perfectly fine character. My issue with him is the fact that when you use your psycho eye attack on him, uh, in every other previous instance of using the psycho eye attack, I tend to focus on key components of a character's design. Because, like, with Machi, his sunglasses, okay, it's near his glasses. Lamarar, she had, a, like, a mouth cover. Oh, it's near the mouth cover. Declare, oh, he plays with his book. It's around the book. Brushel sweats? And at no point in this fucking game did it tell me that he was a sweaty guy. He's His whole thing is about his fucking teeth. His name is Brushel. Yeah, so, he's, he's kind of a mouthwash guy. So, like, why th- wasn't any of his quirks around the fact about his mouth or the toothbrush he uses to scratch his head? No, it's about the fact that he has a sweaty armpit. And it's not even the arm of the one that lifts up the toothbrush to scratch his head. It's the other armpit. I feel mm-hmm. actively misled by the psycho eye attack. <laughs> so, it betrayed so me. So imagine that you like couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on, and this is how I felt the entire time, Tiago. I asked Ben, straight up, I was like, Ben, I know the phrase, I just can't find it. Like, And Ben was like, it's the other armpit. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I checked the wrong armpit. I, I looked it up. I actually tried with this one because I was like, well, Tiago seems like really smart and he's figuring it out. Maybe I can figure it out. No, I looked <laughs> I, it it's up. Just that, like, and I kept certain, looking it up. <laughs> there was no game design philosophy behind this one. I felt like there was a philosophy behind every other psycho eye attack. But this is the one that was just like, yeah, just draw some sweat. Um, I, also, I find it interesting because do you know what he reminded me of, Tiago? Meekins. Oh, He's just I mean, uglier Meekins. And I was like, wow, Tiago's <laughs> gonna love this, like, I, horrendous I actually, gentleman. I like everything about his character. I like his speaking quirk. I like that he's a freak. He's just straight up, like, not human. Um, it's gross I feel it makes me feel unhygienic witnesses need to be like inhuman like I need to realize (laughs) you you like a little nasty freak on the witness stand is what you're saying yeah dude it's fun I want April May back I I want to (laughs) the perfect witness I want to like fucking interrogate the cast of Toontown every time a murder occurs okay (laughs) I so like yeah but I want him to not put a toothbrush on his head and then put it in his mouth. That's the it's thing, though. It's not that it's, difficult of a request. I, the psycho eye attack legit actually made me nauseous this time around. Like, I focused so hard on that screen that the eyeball shaking made me un, like, ill. And I think the issue is that is that, like, I don't mind the, like, flash lines that are on the side of the psycho eye attack. It's the fact that the iris also shakes around a lot, and that's what made it nauseous for me. So, like, at a game design point, the, the I consider the psycho attack to be, like, a C. Like, it's not great. C, but as in, like, I give it a C. I, I give it a D. <laughs> I, if the iris did not shake, it would have been completely fine. Mm-hmm. I, I could deal with it. It's just the fact that, like, in every other time we've used the psycho attack, there is some philosophy behind of it. And this time it was like, hey, look at his armpit. Look at the, look at the part of his body that We've never talked about. I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he's a perfectly fine witness. I had no trouble figuring out this case. 
this case, dead ass, I was like, this 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 case is for babies. <laughs> I'm a genius. Everyone is right but me. No, ev- no, only... I'm right. <laughs> I did only have oh, to look backwards. up look up where to to look for him. I did not have to consult a guide for this part, which made uh, me feel very smart and genius. I I looked. I asked Ben to just straight up tell me because I was going. I straight up thought to myself, I'd rather just hop on the stream and have Ben play this part for me than me continue this game. But mm-hmm. I buckled down and I got through with it. Uh. So you, you, yeah, yeah you, you kind of break down uh, Brushel's uh, testimony a little bit here, and mainly this is in regards to dealing with these letters, because Drew Misham had to lick a stamp, a poison stamp, to send this envelope. That's what you're establishing here. And once you establish that, that, oh, he licked a tiny stamp that was poisoned, that's what killed him, not a poisoned coffee by his daughter or anything like that. Uh, then you move on to, well, why would he lick the stamp if he was, you know, aware of it? Because you, you are like building up that, oh, it was in the the poison was poison stamp was in this envelope. It was intended for him. If he was aware of it, why would he have put it in this frame? And then you realize, oh, Vera is actually the forger, and she put this stamp in this frame because it was a design that she really liked. That's the real reason, and because so, she was twelve years old at the time. Yeah, because she was a she was a child who's uh, really good at forging paintings. Because we live in the world of Ace Attorney. Uh, so, anyways, there's not enough evidence to convict my client of doing this. So we're done with the case now. Thank you, everybody. Exactly. Have a good one. Yep. Uh, Wash our hands of this and let's go. <laughs> unfortunately, this is a system where your client is guilty until proven innocent. Vera yep. still did the murder. <laughs> um, yep. So here's here's a moment that I'd like to think about is that um, Vera goes on to talk about how, like, yeah, I forged stuff before. I forged a diary page once. And then Clavier drops, like, sweat bombs off his forehead and goes... Yeah, he's freaking I do out. Love, I do love his freak-out animations. Dude, I love Clavier, I think. <laughs> Clavier is great. When he, like, breaks down and, like, drops the whole charade of being this, like, cool rocker and is actually yeah. just really nervous, I, lo- um, I love it when he freaks out. I also love it when he's being super nice to us. Both like, are great. <laughs> it's, it's, he feels so authentic when he's just like, hey, yeah, I'm going to help you out, Apollo. Here you go. Have a look at this. You're um, my friend. So, yeah, Clavier freaks out and insists that Vera tell him what the first person for evidence was. There's a diary page. And then he goes, no, oh my god, it's from the case where I destroyed Phoenix Wright. And then Vera goes on, like, straight up goes unconscious on the fucking stand because apparently she's been poisoned with the same poison that killed her dad. I do, now I do think as a way to go, on the witness stand someone's like, who asked you to do this? And you freeze for a moment. You you look at the guy who is asking, Mm -hmm. like, they do the whole bit where she keeps looking at um, Clavier, like, suspiciously, so it's like, obvious. It's so obvious. But like her, her falling down as she says, "The devil is so good." Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Everybody's do begging her. The they're, devil they're, they're, dies. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. She is. She's drilling holes in Clavier, like staring at him, sweating, chewing her, you know, biting her nails, so nervous. And everybody's like, "Please, Vera, tell us who the client was. You saw saw the client, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, I did." And they're like, "Please tell us." And she's like, "Ah." 
the devil and then faints on the stand and collapses from poisoning and people are like how the hell did she get poisoned while she was on the stand what the fuck does she mean the devil oh, that's how and i want to go end. that's how you i want to end go. the court segment that's it it's over fade to black's game save you it know and it's like it holy great. shit i was so happy maybe that's part of why i got so mad as i was so happy <laughs> going out of this i was like this rules i'm so psyched for what i'm gonna do next you know me apollo justice the character <laughs> I, i'm playing so here's my issue with this part um clavier you've been in the you've been in the prosecuting business for seven years how the fuck did you forget what, what do you mean you like he knew it was drew misham he knew who the victim was I think he's stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think no, that might no, be our solution. <laughs> no more questions, Your Honor. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, Phoenix is stupid, although apparently not. Apparently he's a super genius chess master now. Yeah, he's, he's been playing yeah, three, uh, four-dimensional chess I don't here like, with everybody. I want stupid Phoenix back. So here's, yeah. here's the thing, is that is at this moment where... um. I fucking hate Brushel. Uh, it's, it's at this moment where, like, when you come back from the save, you're standing in the cyberspace, and Phoenix Wright is staring you down, being like, you must now investigate the- Oh, no, that's incorrect. This is the part where we go straight into Phoenix's case about what yeah. happened seven years ago. And We like, go right into it first, yeah. We, we go right into it first. Um, his client is Zach Gramoray. His real name is Shady Enigmar. Yep. Um... <laughs> Shady Enigma. Wow. Hey, where have we heard that before? Shady yeah. Smith. Yeah, why does he look exactly why does he look exactly like Shady Smith from Case 1? Oh um, my god. It took me a few seconds until he said his name and then I was like, "Oh." Yeah, Zach Gramoire yep. is actually the victim in the first case. So he's fucking dead and he was killed yep. by Clavier. Um, you see little Christoph. baby uh Christoph. They're all the same. <laughs> How very dare you, sir? Uh, I, I apologize. Christoph Gavin killed him seven years from now. But the point is, is that you are recently fucking, like, appointed to be Zach's attorney because you beat him in a poker game. Yeah, the day before. The day before. Like, deadass, it's like, hey, listen. Now that, this, is this is typical Phoenix Wright, you know? Yeah. Like, getting assigned to a client the day before the case and being free and freaking out. Be like, I don't know what's going on, but I guess I'll do my best. Like th that part is is classic. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah, classic. We see baby Trucy, who um is adorable. Baby Trucy, incredible. Love so great sprites. But when she pulls out Mister Hat and she has to look away because she isn't that good at ventriloquism yet, adorable. And and also like the animation of her popping him out. Her she has to jump up so her hat flies up high enough for him to grab it out of midair. That's so good. Whereas in the, her regular sprite, she's just standing, you know, at her current height, and it just he just grabs it off her head. Trucy's but here she has to do great. a little hop up, to, and it's it's a gorgeous animation. It's really really good. In this house, we appreciate all the sidekicks. Trucy, every oh, sidekick yes. is good. Rules. She's so Trucy, good. Again, Trucy was the reason I started playing Ace Attorney. Um, you were right. You're so, right. You I should was say right. it. So this is the case of who killed Magnifi Gramoray. Was it Zach, his disciple, or his other disciple, Valent? Um, oh, and 
just to, before you get into the courtroom case, Trucy runs up to you and says, here, take this diary page, Mr. Old Man Phoenix Wright. You're supposed to have this. Some weird shady person gave it to me. Not shady Enigmar, my dad. A, a shady person in the hallway just gave this to me and told me to give it to you. And Phoenix goes, oh, huh. Must be important for later. Guess I'll just stick that in my pocket. Very Phoenix right to just take the first piece of evidence handed to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Phoenix I know. Yeah. Straight up, I now understand why he got accused of forging evidence. Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely not a suspicious it hasn't happened piece of already. evidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we our first person that we're fighting is seventeen-year-old Clavier Gavin. Sunglasses indoors, fucking Short like sprite. I love him. He's it's a perfect. good sprite. I feel it's like. a good sprite. It works. He's he's the ideal man. Um. So our first witness is one. Dick Gumshoe. I'm reading. Dick Gumshoe. Yeah. The man's back. Oh, the, the one and only Gumshoe who testifies here, which is really fun. The only human dumpster a... himself, Gumshoe. No. I love it. Listen, I love being in the dumpster with them. Only for a few <laughs> minutes, honestly. I wish he'd been around more. Hubble I was a little sad. <laughs> um, yeah, you get to uh, talk to Gumshoe, who's there for, like, one uh, witness part. Gumshoe's like, listen, alright, there's two guns, both of them. Well, no, there's one gun, it had one bullet in it. The guy shot, they shot the old man in the deathbed, who was gonna die anyway. And- right, and here's I don't know even if we necessarily, like, need to get into the nitty-gritty on this, because in the end, it doesn't really matter to the overall case, right? No. Aside from that, Phoenix presents a fake diary page that would seemingly exonerate Zack. And Clavier is already prepped for this. He's like, I knew it. I knew you were going to do this, Phoenix. Phoenix is like, uh, 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 what? I think I think something that is important to establish is that Valent actively tried to get Zach on the hook for this. Yes, we we learn that later. But yes, Valent actively did try Shout to out. frame Zach for this, <laughs> even though he didn't murder his mentor. We later learn as well. But he did try to uh, trick everybody into thinking that it was him. Shout yeah. out to Valent Sprite. They just edited his mustache off to make him younger. <laughs> they took um, off his yeah. eye lines too. You know, yeah. um, also, here's another shot that I called actually. Uh, I'm f- several minutes into this case, this section of the case, and I go, oh, well, that old guy killed himself. Neither I, of them <laughs> did it. He killed himself. I thought and, it would have been a sick twist that Valent did it, though. Yeah, no, but I was right in the <laughs> end. It <laughs> is revealed. Right. <laughs> well, once, uh, that's, the, that's the third uh, twist I call. It was oh. a pretty easy one, to be fair. Important but... thing. Wait, do we also find out that uh, the is this where we find out about the um the gun and bullet shenanigans that Clavier? No, no, we go into no, that. No, afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Forget that. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, so yes, Clavier is prepped for Phoenix presenting this fake evidence because Phoenix is just like, well, it's probably real. I know I was given it by a random, you know, child in the street, so I guess I'll use it. Would an eight-year-old lie to me? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so Clavier pulls out uh, a witness, and he's like, oh, I already have a witness ready to go. This is Drew Misham. He's a forger, and he put his secret hidden mark on it, and he can verify and testify to the court that this is a forged page. This is a very serious thing that you've done, Phoenix, and the judge immediately is like, oh, Phoenix, you done fucked up now. 
I'm going to disbar you as soon as I can. Uh, everybody is immediately, like, all the way against Phoenix. Phoenix takes it surprisingly well, all said. Like, as soon as he, like, as this starts to go down, he goes, oh, I was set up. Yeah. yeah like, he kind of catches on pretty quick, all said. For for being, um, <laughs> like, our good old idiot Phoenix, who just presents his page, like, willy-nilly, uh, he does then kind of go, like, all right, I guess this is happening now. I'm just going to just going to take this i can't take talk my way out of this one huh <laughs> i i think to be what fair, ha- it's it's pretty obvious that he was set up like yeah i think even ha- from his perspective when you have your attorney badge it lowers your wisdom but increases your intelligence and then when the attorney badge is gone you lose the intelligence buff so like you you become wise again and that's why he became such a fucking asshole in in the future <laughs> is that he wasn't smart anymore he was just like wise and it's right. like, oh god, I hate wise Phoenix, right? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it, it was almost like too quick on the draw. Like, the fact that the Clavier was like, I know exactly what page that is, you stupid son of a bitch. You fell I mean, in you're my... supposed to find it a little sus, obviously, it because we learn more details sus. later. You yeah. fell into my, gu- my guitar string spider web, and mm-hmm. now my fucking domain expansion is gonna take your life. You idiot. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then afterwards, you're like, all right, cool, so uh, your client's totally guilty. And then Phoenix is like, well, no, even though I fucked up, my client isn't guilty. And then your client goes, I'm a fucking magician, you idiots, and then poofs out of the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just disappears. Zach just goes like, Pacha! and like throws a smoke bomb down and just disappears. We later learn that he just runs out of the courtroom <laughs> which is so funny to me he just books it um it's at this point where right is like this case never got an ending because the client was not declared guilty because he ran away and it's like i'm pretty sure you could declare someone guilty if they're not there but like whatever man whatever you say <laughs> um so that was the case that ruined uh phoenix's rights life uh I can't believe his life got ruined by a bunch of magicians, but here we are. Yep. Uh, Clavier, I believe his life got ruined by doing something that prosecutors have done multiple times in the past. Oh, hey, yeah, present false and tampered with evidence, but whatever. Yeah. To be fair, Edgeworth did go to the Alps for a year, so he made up for it. <laughs> yeah, hey, where? listen, I have been so good, I have barely talked about Miles. Where he's, the fuck is he? He's climbing Mount Everest or some shit. He's not. Yeah, he's jet setting around in ever. Uh, he's jet setting around in Europe. He's he's very busy. Uh, uh, he's doing <laughs> other things. And also, um, we later learn that when Phoenix is disbarred, right? Uh-huh. We later learn that every single person um voted to disbar him except for one man, and that was Christoph Gavin. He was on the council apparently. To oh, the council. Yeah, whatever, whatever group of people, whatever group of lawmakers or or lawyers or whatever who judged Phoenix for his the, crime the of presenting HOA. forged, yeah, for, for presenting forged evidence, uh, Christoph decided to be uh, kinder and vote uh, not to uh, disbar Phoenix, but he couldn't, uh, you know, overrule the rest of the group. And I'd I'd love uh, we said this on stream with Iroh, like we'd love to imagine that the rest of the council is like every other 
uh, prosecutor that Phoenix ever <laughs> went up against. Including <laughs> Miles Edgeworth. <laughs> and, and they're all just like, you know, yep, nope, guilty. Phoenix right. <laughs> Absolutely. Get, See, get that guy's Miles badge out of here. Never. Miles would never. <laughs> no. You can, like no. I said, that's why we can say he's he's away in Europe, he so he wasn't here to away. help out. Like, because right. he, yeah. he would take a fucking overnight flight back to Japan, California for any, like, literally, Larry calls him and goes, oh, Phoenix is in trouble, and he fucking books it over here. Yeah. Like, sh- what has to have happened is just nobody told him. Miles Edgeworth is currently going through the plot of 127 hours, but it's seven years. He's <laughs> never, he's never climbed a mountain in his life. Look that's at a, That's why he's in the plot. That's why he gets his arm I'm, stuck. I'm, I'm so excited when we get to investigations. Oh. <laughs> oh. He's right. literally not, you, he's somewhere. He's yeah. in he's Paris. Somewhere. He's got he's amnesia. Like, you know what? You're right. He got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher in Paris, and that's why he isn't here to save Phoenix. So yeah. after we go through this case about what ruined Phoenix Wright's life, we now enter the Wright Zone. The Mason system. Well, you load up, you, you load it up, and this <laughs> graphic comes up, and it goes, the Mason system. The what? The, the ma- what? The what? You know, ask, be asking yourself, dear listener, the what system? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, this is a part of the system that... What, sis- what system? The Phoenix, Phoenix walks up and he introduces you to it. He says, this is the Mason system. You're a, you're a jurist. And a, weirdly enough, they kind of use juror and jurist. They like kind of misuse the term a little bit there. Uh, yeah. I, I actually but, didn't hey. think that jurist was a word. And I I'm assume... still, I still am not sure if it's a word or if they're just fucking with me. They're uh, fucking with ju- you. Uh, I double checked this uh, according to the, to the wiki. Uh, the term jurist can refer to a judge or an expert in the law, whereas a member of the jury is a juror. But they keep calling them jurists, even though they're technically jurors. So it's okay. weird. It's 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 goofy. Uh, for, who knows? The, uh, the Mason this, system yeah. maybe is a reference to Perry Mason. Maybe not. I uh, I don't know for sure. They, it, That's they what I thought. Drop, they drop it out of nowhere. It's this cool ass like Y two K screen, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah computer numbers floating yeah, everywhere. It's, so it's like you're in the Matrix. And I'm... I wanted to love it so hard, and I was so mad. <laughs> So, like, my issue with it is that um, they never introduced this before in the game. This is something dropped in our lap right here and then. Second thing, I thought the Mason system was a, a reference to the Freemasons. I thought it was just a really American system. <laughs> I, I wish, buddy. Oh, my God. If it had been the Freemasons, I would be psyched. I'll that tell you my sudden, Freemason like, all story into, like, some other time. Theory, like, oh, yeah. The Freemasons, per- <laughs> the Freemasons framed Phoenix, right? Because they knew that if he got away with it. <laughs> I have a I have a very specific grudge against the Freemasons, and it is Phoenix Wright. I need you to steal the Declaration of Independence. It is I... it is highly localized to the Boston area, so let's keep going with this for now. Trucy Wright so, yes. would steal the Declaration of Independence. Um, yeah. So but... Phoenix says, "Hey, guess what? You're a juror. You are using the Mason system. This is a computer system that you can look at the past and the future evidence that we have collected so far for this case. Go on a little journey through all of these scenes from the past and present and gather your evidence so that you can make your decision about whether 
Vera Misham actually killed her father or not. And uh, I feel like there's plenty of evidence to exonerate Vera already at this point, but we are given this menu with these uh, various scenes. I believe it's four scenes from the past and four scenes from the present in which you tap on the menu option and then the camera kind of zooms into the scene and then it's like a little one panel investigation scene like you can't walk around the walking around is moving through the mason system you know and choosing a different scene from the past or present to go to but once you get there there's typically one person in front of you you talk to them you can sometimes get evidence from them and the wildest part is if you get evidence from them when you go to another scene all your evidence persists so you can take evidence from the past to the future and from the future to the past because it's not really real you are you are a juror looking at stuff that has already happened like that's the conceit is you're you're supposed to be like a juror who's looking at all this and and you know in some way like like we're we're mixing our metaphors a little bit here because when you get into the scene though you are playing as phoenix right and you are talking to this person as phoenix and you're presenting evidence as phoenix but then when you come back out of the system or out of the scene and you're just in the menus of the system then you are quote unquote a juror and all of this evidence has been gathered by phoenix and i i feel like i got to say this now to to like establish the setup even though this is revealed at the very end yeah. of the Mason system. But all of this has been recorded by Phoenix Wright on a spy camera in the button on his beanie cap. So, so this whole time Phoenix has been recording all this evidence and shit that's been happening from seven years ago and from the present. So, California is a two-party consent state. <laughs> this is Japanifornia. We yeah, have no- Japan... <laughs> ah! I know Japan Japan recording laws because I did talk to Rose about this earlier before the podcast Japan's recording laws I looked into this are you can they're not two-party consent you can rec- record somebody else without their consent but presenting it in court or using it uh, or like sharing it with the police for that sort of thing gets a little legally murkier and it was a little tough for me to see exactly what you're allowed to do but yes so we're we're running into Again, this is 2026. Maybe the laws in Japanifornia have changed since then, uh, since now, where te- California is a two-party you know, party consent state. But it's just, yeah. It's, Most <laughs> it's states are two-party consent states. You cannot record somebody unless you ask their permission and consent to be recorded. That's a cool tip for everybody. So right. um, something I like about the Mason system is that when you fully exhaust one location... That check mark appears next to that location and it's grayed out, so you can't go back. I think that's wonderful because I'm tired of the running back and forth between. So mm-hmm. I had a weird, I had a weird interaction. Okay. Um, so I completed, I got the end, like scene, like sepia tone fade out. In I think it's like the past when you talk to. Or no, it's the present. I'm air quoting super hard right now. It's the, it's present, the present when you talk to Shady Smith. When you talk to, yeah, when you talk to Shady Smith, which is not the present. It's not. It's also the past because he's been dead yeah. for several yeah. weeks. Um, But when, so if you talk to him and I didn't, so I went into this and I thought, okay, the past, I'm going to be Phoenix. 
And when I switch to the present, I'm going to be Apollo. No. I had no basis for this. I just assumed foolishly because Apollo was the main character that I would be Apollo <laughs> in the future, the present, whatever. So I thought, okay, I've got to complete all these past scenes and then I'll take all the evidence I get from the past. I give it to Apollo and I will do the Apollo scenes in the future. So apparently okay. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, And I spent so much time struggling trying to like pick up items that I couldn't pick up that I knew were the right answer. Like for example, the nail polish bottle, if you're in the past, you cannot pick it up. Yeah. You have to go to the future and bring the nail polish bottle back to the past. <laughs> and I am like, no, I... thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, this is probably like the biggest sin of the Mason system is the fact that like, it's so bad. You're you're not supposed to be able to interact. Like I don't think they should be able to interact. Like um, yeah. Oh wait, hold on. I fucked up. I got off of my complaint, my original complaint, which was Tiago was talking about the check marks, and I like the check marks, but I got that sepia tone fade out when you talk to Zach in the present. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he still had cyclocks. Yeah. And so I thought that I had fucked up, and I wasn't able to break the cyclocks. And so I left because I got the fade out. I thought it was done. And then later I went back and I was like, oh, I didn't get a check mark. Yeah. I, so that's why the check marks are there to let you know that it's, you're not done. It's good. I'm mad they gave me the fade out because nothing else did that. That's fair. In the, that's... Other, in the other like seven, there was nothing that it gave me the like you're done fade out. And didn't give me the check mark. It's a fake right. out, fade out situation. Yeah, which I am. I feel like I've been faked out enough. <laughs> I already sure. have the main character from the previous trilogy telling me this will be like a video game. It's yeah. gonna be fun. Like, shut so, up. I went to law school. I took the bar. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I was gonna say for these scenes mainly, there's a couple like important bits. Um. The main, I think probably like, I thought some of the fun bits were we get to meet Mike Meekins He's again. a bailiff now? Yeah, he's a bailiff, and he's the one who let Zach get away because he was tricked by Trucy's Mr. Hat. Very funny. Uh, and I thought a lot of the dialogue for Mike Meekins I thought was really funny. Uh, I don't know if it was just me, but I was like, man, they did so much better with Mike this time around. Um, I thought it was, it was a, also maybe it was just cause it was a small dose of Mike Meekins, <laughs> but I, I found him like way more entertaining this time around. Mike Meekins is like sugar. You pour a little bit into your coffee and you don't eat it by the gallon. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and then you get the Valance stuff cause you get to talk to Valance in the past, uh, as well in the detention center. And you kind of, this is where you like establish like, you know, that, uh, Zach was married to Thalassa and uh, who was Magnifi's daughter. She was the third person out of the troop because it was Zach, Thalassa, and uh, Valent were the trio of the troop there. Uh, and uh, Thalassa is, uh, you know, the one who was uh, quote unquote killed in their quick draw shoot 'em trick that went horribly wrong. That yeah. sounds so safe. So, uh, yeah, Magnifi used this to like blackmail Zach and Valen into, you know, doing his bidding over the last couple years. Yeah. 
It's oh, really wild. It's kind of fucked up. Oh, and, and Zach is married to her, so he thinks he killed his own wife. Yep. Yeah. And yep. Uh, also, there is so the part in the past where you have to convince, uh, you have to break uh, Valance Cyclops. Um, got super pissed because it was like, oh, prove that this is your job is dangerous. Or like, show him a gun. And I was like, okay, here's the gun. And then there was another one where it was like, oh, like. Honestly, super vague. I didn't remember what it was, but I was 110% convinced the answer was, like, the picture of Thalassa, where I was like, it's her. Look at her. You guys killed her. Fuck you. Yeah. And apparently what I had to do was the stamp instead of the picture of her. Because the stamp yeah, shows all of them together. That one was a stretch. I, uh, that was the worst, like, evidence presenting. Like, I had to look it up. Anytime I have to look something up, you know, I usually take a little time. I think about it. Sometimes I'm sure I have the right answer. So I check to make sure I'm right. And I usually am. But if I have to think about it so much that I can't come up with the answer and I have to look at a guide, failure of the game designer. <laughs> That's a failure of the game designer? <laughs> game overs are a failure of the game designer? Is oh, that what you're saying? No. <laughs> I can't. I will... Uh. I will hunt David Cage for sport. Let's <laughs> move know. on. Alright, uh, so before Phoenix... I Oh go ahead. I just had one more thing to say is um yeah. while you're in the Mason system playing as Phoenix, you get access to the Magatama and you're doing like, Cyclops and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we should. We talk forgot about to this. say that? We're doing Cyclops again, boy. Guess what? This mechanic's way fucking better than the Psycho High attack. Yes it is. <laughs> I like that they added Poor a little Apollo. button you can press in the talk screen because having to go back in and present it was kind of annoying yes um, yeah now they just have it on the menu and it, it lights up if you can do it basically. we got introduced to a fun new mechanic that i think is one of the few things like there's a couple little like story bits in here that carried me along but um when you fucking go to um christoph's jail cell which yes. is which is okay. very Go high and, talk about and this. super well decorated, by the way. This is this is one of like the biggest like oh shit moments in all of the games, I feel like. The fandom I... has like Whoa. really rallied around this moment as being like a big holy shit moment. I f- uh, and I agree. <laughs> I felt it. Okay, so you talk to him and you're like, what the why? What the fuck and why? And he's so, like, I, one of the ways I take notes is I take photos of my screen. I have a lot of photos of that conversation. So, like, I thought it was really <laughs> interesting where he's super evasive and he's like, I just killed this guy because I'm evil and now I'm in prison. What I'm do you want from me? You know, guy. like, he's so. He's mocking Phoenix, right? He's yeah. just like, oh, well, obviously I'm an evil man who just murders because I'm evil. That's why I'm in prison, Phoenix. Yeah, you know, Christoph is just like being very smarmy. Yeah. He's like, leave me alone, Phoenix. I'm I'm here in my luxury prison cell. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I, I'm evil. And honestly, like, I just got the impression where he was like, it's fucking solved. I'm in jail. Like, what do you want from me? Um, And you were like, no, tell me why you did this. And the f- the screen goes black, and the chains appear, and I'm like, oh shit, oh fuck, oh the most Cyclox I've ever seen on a character, and, and uh, and they're black, which we have not yeah. seen before. So I'm I'm losing my shit. 
the dog is in the other room. She's like, why is Rose freaking out? She's colorblind, so she doesn't know. Um, (laughs) But like, wow. And Phoenix straight up is like, I don't know what this is. That's scary. And you leave. You cannot, (laughs) you do not have the option to present the Magatama. You are not allowed to try. Yeah, he's just like, those are unbreakable. I can't, uh, that's that's scary. I can't do anything about that. That's fucked up. It's see fucked ya. up. I've got to go. I've never seen that before, and I don't want to see it anymore. And you just leave. And I think that's amazing. Like, yes, what's, very ba- good. what's back there? We don't really find out. Yeah, that's we the thing. We never the know. Game never tells you. It leaves that one dangling, and I love it for it's- that sick because like i you know the whole time i was like wow i feel like there's something going on with this family you know the gavin brothers clearly have a dynamic that we do not know what it is something's happening and we never know it is behind those cyclops and the game won't even let us try yep that's how scary those are it was amazing <laughs> did you did you have a strong reaction to it as well, Tiago, or were you just like, oh, it's just more Cyclops? Um, yeah, I saw this shit on Tumblr. Oh, <laughs> I I knew had it spoiled for you a while ago. I knew that like Black Cyclops existed. I didn't know there there were Kristoffs. That's why I'm surprised. I thought there were Edgeworths. So that's why I was like, <laughs> oh no, oh, I fucking saw- cracked that man like an egg. Yeah, he's <laughs> so um. Yes, he, uh, he's, like, very, he, this is the first time we see, like, the smuggest look on Kristoff ever, where he, like, tilts his head up and looks down at you, and he has, like, Amazing. this weird lighting effect where there's, like, light and shadow to make him look fucking, extra villainous. Fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah, good! He has the undershadows yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, it's very good. But, like, so, it, stuff you find out in the past is that, like, oh, yeah, the Grammarys killed, uh, Dallas... The last of Grammarie, the only daughter to the Grammarie line, and then you see a photo of Colossa, and it's like, yeah, she's cool, whatever, and then, like... I, I called it, by the way, instantly. The second they were like, she was his daughter, I was like, I know who this is. Um, <laughs> so, like, here's here's the other thing, is that... The other big oh shit moment. Also other, called that. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had no idea this was going to happen. I'm legitimately surprised. Is that... So, like, we go to the present. We go to the scene where Shady Smith is talking to Phoenix right be- right before he's ganked. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. Shady is so fucking aggressive at me, despite he's, ruining my life. He's literally yeah. physically abusive towards uh, Toothbrush Man. Like, this this dude sucks, actually. I'm glad he, that he doesn't have Tracy anymore. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. he he set up a scam to scheme Phoenix right after out of his winning streak. Like, what the yeah. fuck, dog? He's literally, uh, again, physically hitting Brush Guy. Brushel's Whatever okay his with name it, though. is. Brushel. Yeah, Brushel's like, oh, you punched me five tam- times today or Tooth- something like Tooth- that. Tooth- it's Brush like, what? is getting physically <laughs> abused by this guy and is like, oh, but he's my friend. Like, buddy, Tooth- get out leave although him being like oh oh i'm a registered notary just out of nowhere laugh my ass (laughs) off that was so funny it's it's just i okay 
Brushel is so involved in this case for being a random NPC. He's so involved. He's involved in the past. He's involved in the present. He's a registered notary. He's a reporter. He's got secret details on Thalassa that he tells right about. Like, he's got so much info. It's like, dude, you got toothbrush for hair. What are you doing here? How did this happen that you got all roped up? He's in a this? registered and, notary. Uh, we never see, yeah, we never see him again. Thanks, so, registered notary. So, so Zach comes back. He gives Phoenix a letter being like oh yeah when Trusty comes of age give her the rights to all the magic tricks and then Phineas goes oh by the way uh Valen's doing really shitty and he goes and Zach goes okay I'll simply just confess to the murder and Phoenix is like but you didn't do it though and he's like yeah I don't care I'm a ghost and then let's go play a really aggressive game of poker and then that's where he dies and that's the last <laughs> we see of shady Grammarie Smith Zach guy and, but here's um, the thing, we we did not, uh, are you about to go into, like, we did not clarify what he reveals to Phoenix. Like, Phoenix and, and him go back and forth, and the they fully lay out about the family tree here. Oh, mm. the, the psycho eye attack. So, How it literally. Works. And who's related to who? The second they're like, oh, she was married before me, and I just sat right up, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh no. no! And then he goes, and she had a kid, and I, I'm like, fucking Apollo has Apollo's half magician. <laughs> you see, it's like in Yu Gi Oh when magician you find out you're blood. half clown. Um, <laughs> follow, uh, follow me on Twitter at Rose Nonsense for me and my friends. Uh, clown is a separate subspecies in Yu Gi Oh theory. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so what happens is that Zach. I thought it was fucking Brushel who reveals the photo about Zach's wife. Um, Brushel gives you the photo. Yes, oh, Brushel, I guess that's that is, where you but see. I figured it out way too early. So, maybe. so the power. So Zach goes on to describe how the power works, and here's how the power works: is that the user is really good at recognizing tension, which is displayed by changes in body heat. In which, once the user recognizes changes in body heat, they themselves will also change in body heat because they are, are seeing it. Which causes the bracelets to contract, because the bracelets have the ability to shrink and grow to the user. But when it's you're highly magic, tense... magic! Magic bracelet! Now, this was like, okay, this is that moment in JoJo where you reveal that the user's ability isn't actually just super precision, it's the ability to stop time. And that's why you have Star Platinum, the world. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have Psycho Eye Attack, the world, essentially. <laughs> and fucking so like I'm like this is dumb and stupid but I'm here for it I already have the Magatama what the fuck else right um Brushel then gives you a photo of Thalassa being like yeah Zach doesn't like to talk about his wife he likes beating me instead and shows this photo of <laughs> Thalassa wearing the two bracelets and then Brushel's like oh by the way when she came back uh, she was only wearing one and you're it, you're just sitting there being like Huh. Weird bracelet, man. <laughs> and then and you're talking to Zach and you lay it all out with him. You lay it all out. You're like, so yeah, Trucy might be your daughter, but Apollo was the kid that Thalassa had with her first husband. So Trucy Un- and Apollo. Unnamed, unnamed circus performer. Yes. Yeah, so Trucy and Apollo are siblings. They're, they're, they're half brother and sister. Yep. Yes, exactly. They're half siblings. That makes sense. They act like half brother and sister. They um, kind of they have the same hair color too. Like... She even says, "Wow, you're like a big little brother to me." Oh, yeah. uh, 
That was I a could, little ham-fisted, but also I love it. I could, yep. see, I could see how the last one was related to Trucy, because they have the both, like, hair curl. Yeah. But, like, I, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> so then, then you go on to talk to Valent in the current timeline, and Valent's, like, about to open up his big shade straw, and then Phoenix is like, hey, by the way, I'm dropping this bomb on you, uh... Your brother, your, I don't know if they're actually brothers. Zach's alive, and, and no. she, he's giving Trucy the rights. You stupid idiot! And Valent well, he's goes dead now. Well, he didn't know that he was dead. Uh, Valent doesn't know that Shady Smith was Zach, right? So Valent's like, "Wow, I hope that one day I get to meet Zach and apologize to his face." Because it turns Valance's out mustache literally ages him up like thirty years. Um, magnif- I like him better with the mustache. Valent con- confesses in the current timeline, and he goes, yeah, Magnifi uh, killed himself, and I thought to myself, well, if he's going to give Zack all the rights to the magic trick, I'll just simply frame him so I get it. And then uh, seven years pass, and I feel really bad about this, so I guess I'll confess. And it's like, you stupid bastard. Now you choose to be guilty? You Fuck you, Valent. Fuck magicians. you, Magicians. I hate all the magicians you- except for Trucy. Trucy's the only good magician. Yeah, <laughs> that deserves to be a magician. Um, Everyone else, get the fuck out of here. Trucy's the only one. So then the last person you visit in the current... Oh, wait. Yeah. The last person you visit in the current timeline is Kristoff again. Because when you first go to Kristoff, he tells you to fuck off. But then when you come back, he's not in his cell, and you find a letter on his table. And on that letter... And you steal his mail! <laughs> you steal his mail! which has A the crime! Com- even which, for a man in prison. Which has the commemorative stamp that Vera saved as a child. We also completely forgot to go over Vera in the past. Kid Vera. Yeah, we do get to meet Kid Vera in the past. She's Kid Vera, I mean, it's very... we get a little bit of, like, con- confirmation that the client is Kristoff then. But they don't, only like... if you bring evidence back from the future. From the future, which yeah. Which is readily available in the past. It's but absurd. you can't collect it unless you're in the future because fuck you, Rose, I guess. <laughs> uh, she calls him angelic. She says he's angelic, but then that she sees like she sees the devil for a second. His name is him. Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> wow. and, and so Phoenix is wow. like, it was it was Kristoff, wasn't it? And she's like, Oh, I can't say, but she reacts to it, you know. Uh, so Phoenix the client is like, gave oh yeah, me, it was Kristoff. The client gave me a good luck charm that I used to go out. And then you find out that both Vera and Kristoff have the same brand of nail polish. Alright, so <laughs> let's, real quick, let's talk oh, about we also how... find out that the judge's wife paints her nails red. <laughs> and he thought they were just like that! <laughs> he just thought they were just like that! <laughs> he thought they were like that! <laughs> oh my god, this fucking Archie character. Oh, uh, what Rose, what, you, Rose uh, what are you about to say about this nail polish? Alright. So, the nail polish reveal is, uh, obviously, you know, uh, it's cr- insane. It's Kristoff. It's wild. It's crazy. It's stupid. But it also could work. Um, but she is not killed by the dose that she receives. Because, obviously, the dosage she receives is meant for a 12-year-old. Oh. Yeah, that's How a good point. fucked up is that? That he was about he to was, poison a twelve-year-old. He was he was intending to kill that twelve-year-old girl. Yes. Uh, yeah. Christoph the, Gavin creates a trap in which that he tells Drew Misham. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, send me a letter back and use this specific stamp, the commemorative stamp. 
But then Vera goes, oh, what a pretty stamp that has my favorite magicians. I'll put this in a frame. So uh, the bomb never goes off. But then Kristoff had a backup plan where he gave a good luck charm to a little girl and says, hey, if you're ever nervous and have to go outside, use this nail polish. He'll guard you. And she goes, okay, and then has a nail-biting addiction for seven years. Honestly, uh, I don't even and- think it's a backup plan. He was just going to kill both of them. Right. Yeah, and right. the idea is that if she does not go outside, because she's very introverted, right? If she does not go outside into the outside world, uh, she won't get nervous and she won't bite her nails. But if she goes into the outside world and gets nervous by everything that happens out there, she'll get nervous and bite her nails and essentially poison herself without unknowingly. So she, that's why she was. he, he was like... You always gotta stay home. You gotta he, stay home and be a and be a forger for me forever, kind he of thing. Dosed it for a twelve-year-old girl. I uh, he's fucking insane. I love it. Yeah, he's batshit. She survives, uh, so it's okay. Everybody, spoilers. So it yeah. it is at this point that like you pretty much have everything laid out in front of you before you even do the court segment. Kristoff uh, asked for that piece of forged evidence. Which was then handed to Phoenix Wright, which ruined Phoenix Wright's life. Kristoff also created two traps to kill the forgers. One of them being the stamp, the other one being the nail polish. So, it is at this point where Vera is 100% not guilty. Yeah. Um, And we're done! You also find out out (laughs) about the family bloodline and their fucking keke genkai that they both have. Uh, (laughs) Fucking... Uh, Phoenix knows that Apollo is Trucy's sibling. He knows, he knows the truth. He's half magician. And hasn't mentioned it this entire time. It's terminal. Now here's, now here's something. Is that when you're in the future and you're going through Phoenix Wright's inner monologue, is that he's still dumb as hell. Like, he's still the dumb Phoenix that we know, but he pretends to have this wise air about him. And I think he should he should just embrace the fact that he's a dipshit. And we'd all be happier. <laughs> um, instead, he has to be so- this fucking Kakashi-like figure, and no one wants this. So you wrap up the Mason system, you wrap it all up, and we do the reveal, the The camera pans back, uh, like, as you wrap up in the final segment of Kristoff's, you know, jail cell, when you looked at the yellow envelope, and it, camera pulls back, and it starts to warp as you realize that this is all being seen through the eye of a camera lens, and then the camera pulls back even further, and you see that this camera lens is inside of the button on Phoenix Wright's beanie, the same, like we said earlier, California's and he's been recording it this state. whole. <laughs> it's it's been it's been recording this whole time, and then Phoenix says, "All right, jury, you've got all the information. Now it's all up to Apollo in the court to bring it all together." And then you save, and the as you come back into the game, you are playing as Apollo again, finally. Uh, uh, the button. And now you start the final court segment. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it would <laughs> never was... happen. Uh, quick note: the button is the same button that um, Emma Skies wears during uh, one case one dash five. Does yeah, that the mean Emma that she rec- gave it to him? I think the implication is that she also just recorded all of case one dash five and was going to use it against me. <laughs> She's like, oh, we by the way, we could have used that in court. <laughs> we could use that's true. We could have used it in court. Um, also, uh. Does that mean that Phoenix Wright has been saying the same, has been wearing the same bumware for seven years? Yes, because he had to have the button in the Absolutely. past. Absolutely. Yeah. So the second he loses his badge, he's like, "All right, gray sweats, 
uh, Adidas sweatpants and sandals is going to be the only thing I wear for seven years. <laughs> um, what the fuck are those? Man. What are they called? Crocs? No, the the guys who wear the full Adidas jump. Oh, Slavs? From, <laughs> from fucking Russia? No, there's an actual word for this it. This is stereotyping. But oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we so also, we get into court. Yes. Uh, we go into court. We're Apollo Justice. Um, it is at this point that they put on the, like, inflatable tubes on the side of the bowling uh, alley, and every single ball was a fucking... What do they call it in bowling when you get all the pins down? A it's strike. not a slam dunk. A strike. There it is. Thank you. A uh, softball. <laughs> a soft... Yeah. Honestly, it was at this point where the game became almost its easiest, because you had all the information, you had all the evidence... What the fuck else could you need, right? Like, it it just becomes, like, a visual novel at this point. I did not have any I mean, the game is a visual novel in a way, but, like... Th- this was yeah, the yeah, this is, part this of the is game like, for me. There's so little to, like, really mess up at this point. It, it, yes, it, you, it's like you said. It's it's like the, the bumpers are up, and, and you can't really fail. I mean, listen, they, they give you some high penalties to try to make it risky, but yes, you you are kind of going through the motions and just proving everything. At this uh, point. When you use the psycho eye attack on Christoph Gavin, I decided to go back to my initial game design philosophy, which is all right. If the sprite has something incredibly noticeable about it, maybe that's where the the uh, tick is. And Christoph Gavin's special tick. Yeah, is we got to talk about this. When he's it's really insane. nervous, his muscles in his hand contracts and shows a skull face. A fucking He's got a skull a on skull. his hand. I lit I, I for the first time ever I figured out what it was and I was like, it's gotta be the hand, because this is the only one that's different. I'll go by Tiago's philosophy. I'll see what I can find. What the fuck? He Why his the, hand do that? And the that, devil. That's the devil. And when that, you ask when you call him out on it, Kristoff's like, How do you know? And Apollo's like, a little devil told me. And I'm like, that was honestly some of the worst written dialogue in this game so far. I'm gonna be real with you all. Like that's that's inadmissible in court, Apollo. I, this sucks. Also, but like I saw it objectively. But like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like he's got this like cool little scar in his hand too. Like what's up with that? We'll oh, never know. You know what it like, is? The scar like it's makes the teeth rad. on the skull yeah. right. You know, like it's 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 kind of like the scar, and then the muscles contracting in his just... hand makes. It Rose, makes a skull stupid. and it Rose, it's, the- Rose, it's I- bites the dust. It's the ultimate stand I- on it's, his hands. It's just not it's admissible. It's delightfully goofy to it's me. not allowed. We cannot it's, put this it, in court. That's because Apollo Justice can see stands. He's got the fucking Keke Genkai. <laughs> so, like, the psycho Fine. eye attack. Okay, he can. The psycho eye attack can see your stand. I... <laughs> it's still not admissible in court. Oh, dude, yeah. hell no. Also, and just I can't it fucking turns into it. Couldn't they think of anything else? Anything so, else? So, Clavier, before we bring Christoph Gavin into the fucking courtroom, oh yeah, like, this is Clavier's no good, very bad day too. Uh, Clavier <laughs> goes, all right. There's no reason to bring Vera back out here. She's guilty, and it's like, I mean, there's no reason to bring Clavier here. Vera's guilty. She tried to poison herself on the stand, and. Paulo's like, I'd like to accuse your brother. And he goes, yeah, all right. Bring him out. <laughs> the, <laughs> Bring him the out. The whole time yeah. he keeps being like, Apollo, do you have evidence of this? 
yes or no. And Apollo keeps being like, I do. And Clavier's like, okay, you better. And I just, I want to know what that's about. And we never find out. Well, no, I think the implication is that Clavier knows that there's some darkness inside Kristoff. And that's why he's he looking has at- to. <laughs> he doesn't want to admit that, his, that he knew. was being, was being manipulated by his brother early on. And it was for a really, really shitty reason. I so like I, I think the I most important. I just want to know more. <laughs> the more the most important thing about Clavier is that he's definitively lawful good, which it which with an emphasis on lawful. Like he always plays by the rules. He never plays the prosecutor who straight up helps the defense attorney. He encourages the defense attorney to bring out the evidence. He knows his role and he knows what Apollo is supposed to do. So he lets Apollo do what he needs to do. But he's also like, Apollo, I put up the fucking bumpers for you, okay? Get so me you, a you strike. get a home here. run. Get, get a home run, get a slam dunk, get a touchdown. <laughs> Every other sport metaphor. Um, so, I I really like this. Uh, Clavier sweating bullets because he's realizing that his brother is a super evil mega genius. Um, mm-hmm. Apollo's like, here's all the evidence. Uh, why did Kristoff kill Shady Smith? Because that was Zach Grammary, and then tr- and then we all look at Trucy to see her breakdown. Because it's like we just announced that your dad got killed in court, and she goes, "Apollo, keep going. You gotta win." We'll talk and it's about like, it later. We'll talk about it later, and it's like, oh, oh, okay. Um, uh, guess what you don't do. <laughs> uh, Trucy, yeah, she figured it out. She's 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 not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, she know. Um, she's all right. She has a she has another daddy. <sighs> okay, so um. Apollo brings out a bunch of uh, evidence. Apollo brings up the envelope, and then Kristoff goes, "I didn't give consent for that to be shown, so uh, can't use it." And then also, the to be clear, this yellow envelope is not the original envelope. It is just a placeholder. Phoenix Wright made like a, an envelope, a copy, a yellow envelope that like mock up essentially to like be like the stand-in for. The proof. So how and how so, is that supposed to work again? Because I think the idea is like I didn't understand like, oh, that it was a mock-up, even though I examined it multiple times. So I think the, it's the, like the same thing that was supposed to be done with the previous case, where we had the little like fake cocoon. Is that we're just supposed to present it as if it was the real cocoon, and then tell everybody in court, "Hey, by the way, this is not real. This is just a mock-up." Okay, dramatization. It's a dramatization. And you've seen the video of Kristoff's cell, apparently, where the real yellow envelope is, and Phoenix had to put it back. Yeah. You know. Uh, So the idea is to, I believe, simply, like, what they're trying to do here is, since we are now in front of a jury, it is to show the jury, like, remember that yellow envelope from Kristoff's cell? Keep that in mind, you know, jury. Keep that in mind. I'm showing it. I'm. This is a mock-up, but I'm. Keep that in mind now. You know, as they we won't go let forward. you use it in the courtroom, but maybe if you guys are convinced. I and so Kristoff so, also then like starts to basically brag outright. Yeah, he's like everything went perfectly for me. Like everything went the way I wanted it to go. Did I? Am I admitting to anything? No. I. But did it go perfectly? Yes. I fed Clavier information about the fact that there was going to be forged evidence in the case, and that got Phoenix Wright disembarred, because I was supposed to be Zach Grammary's attorney. 
I was supposed to get the fame over resolving the great, the greatest magician case of all time. <laughs> but instead, that twit Phoenix Wright got it, and so you know, who cares that his thing, uh, his career was ruined, and Zach Emery was a sham. Everything went out perfect for me. I'm Christoph Gavin. I like poetry. You're in prison. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. he didn't get caught for it. That though. was part of his plan. That was part of his plan. Uh, so, like, Clavier's like, Christoph, you fed me information. You, you're, you're an asshole too, man. And Christoph's like, my brother's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Judge, end this. Um, and send the him judge to the principal's goes, office. Send him, and then- Mr. Spark, send him to the principal's <laughs> office. He, he is- stole fizzy lefty drink. <laughs> he's so mean. He ruined he's so his dream to- diary. <laughs> he's so mean to Clavier, too. Like, he calls him, like, useless multiple times. Like, yeah. what's going on here, guys? Should and the whole time this I was playing outside? this segment, yeah, the whole time I was playing this segment, I was like, "This is so Rosecore with Christoph and Clavier going it, yeah, at each other." I, I love it. I listen. I think they're both great, and I wish that I had knew what was going on, but I don't. Yeah. I'll just have to make something up for myself. <laughs> Christoph, so yeah, so like you find out Christoph's motivation for all this shit. And then you find out, like, yeah, I, uh, but you don't have any evidence. You have a motive, but you, don't, you can't prove it, idiot. You're stupid. Call this chaos over. And then the judge is like, yeah, um, Christoph, we got bad news, buddy. You're on candid camera. And, <laughs> and Christoph goes, wait, what? And then it's like, this is a test of the jury system. Phoenix Wright set it up so that, um, a bunch of jurors would be watching this and, uh, deliberating. And then it is at this point. That we, like, we, we've had, like, a zoom out for a little bit whenever, like, we want to go back and look at stuff. But, like, it is at this point where Trucy, Apollo, and Clavier look at the camera, and then it yeah. zooms out, and it turns <laughs> out to be that this is all that's something that the jurors are watching. And then Kristoff Cla- right. Cla- loses they look- it. They look directly into the camera. Ira said this on stream. It's like a Monkey Island joke. <laughs> yeah, it like is. Their little tiny sprites turn and like look at the camera. It's so good. I love Space Quest. <laughs> I I got so weirded out. I I literally I just gnashed through it. I was like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I keep going. <laughs> um, Clavier, no, Kristoff loses it because he's like, how could you let these these dribbling masses in my yeah, law? Common- these common folk. I finally he got the breakdown. The uh, he I has finally a... got my breakdown. He it's a really good breakdown. Oh, One of the most he satisfying looks... animations. He looks so fucked up. It's so great. It's very sexy. So when, as uh, Clavier is very lawful good, Kristoff is very lawful evil. Because uh, he expected to get away with all this, but uh, he's like, now Vera will take the fall, and it's like, Dude, Vera's in a coma, man. Uh, she's probably not gonna get guilty. And then we have a little scene where the jurors are like, where Phoenix Wright's talking to all the jurors and is like, by the way, jurors, uh, you now have the option to vote whether or not Vera Misham was guilty or not. And juror number six stands up and goes, hey, I wasn't supposed to be related to the case. Am I supposed to be here? And Phoenix Wright goes, you're not related to the case. Wink. And then number six is like, this is a definitive conflict of interest coming up here in a moment. So then you as the player have control of juror number six, who's been watching this entire court case go down. 
and just went through the Mason system. And you have two buttons in front of you, guilty or not guilty. So you choose not guilty, and then you rise your arm. Oh, by the way, the reflection is Lamoir. It's Lammy. Yeah. She's juror number yeah. six. I called it so early. I did not I'm know a that. genius. This is the second thing I did. I did not I did not know. I was also surprised by this. Um so she chooses not guilty, and when she raises her hand up to hit the submit button, her sleeve comes back and reveals the other bracelet. Mm-hmm. Lemroar mm-hmm. is Thalassa. Yeah. And I okay, she has memory loss and she's blind and there's a dark secret in her past. Ooh. I I pog champed in real life. <laughs> That's I, rough, buddy. <laughs> I was so excited. I I teared up. I legit teared up in life and was like, oh my god, she's alive and it's Lammy. My mom's a pop star. <laughs> Finally, somebody has some money in this goddamn family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you vote for not guilty, and Kristoff uh, just goes back to jail. Did anyone vote for guilty? By the way, just to see what happened. No, oh, absolutely not. No. Okay. What's yeah. If you if you? you vote for guilty, you get a bad ending. You get like a whole little scene of a bad ending in which Vera dies in the hospital what from the, the poisoning. What? She doesn't make it. Yeah, she doesn't make it through. How does she know? And- <laughs> Yeah, and like everybody's just like, man, that whole juror thing didn't go very well, and nothing, you know. Yeah, it's not very long, but it's it's just only like three or four lines of dialogue. But that that is essentially the wrap up. Yo, that's it, evil. That's as the bad fuck. end. Holy shit! I appreciate uh, the game giving press me the, op- the give me the bad end button, huh? Yep. I mean, if you lo- want, <laughs> low key, I would if this was a Uchikoshi game, but this is a different game. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, Vary gets off scot free, and. uh, what happens to Kristoff? I totally forget. Does he just go home? Does he there just go back a, to jail? There is a really good, like, very... It's His band breaks black up. And, it's a... What? Sorry. His band breaks up. Or you mean Clavier. Oh, Kristoff! Oh, no, oh I my god, we were talking... We're I was mixing like, them up again. The <laughs> I cannot tell the difference between these two K-fucks. I, um, can, I can, I can. Okay, so, Kristoff, you know, the one who murders people. The evil one. Also, like, by the way... You don't come up with a an elaborate like poisoning plot to kill a man and his twelve year old daughter on your first time. <laughs> this oh, guy's yeah. killed no, a he's lot absolutely of... killed before. He's killed before, and he would again if we hadn't stopped him. Yeah. Um. He probably did in the meantime. Who the fuck knows? Um. No, we get a very sick, but sadly entirely black and white animation. Um, where they're like, yeah, they read the verdict, and he just fucking laughed for so long that everyone was extremely uncomfortable. It's very funny. And there's yeah. a really good animation of him just, like, crazy laughing, and it's yeah. black and white, and that's sad. Uh, what can you do? So, yeah, and then we have a wrap-up segment, and the wrap-up, se- the wrap-up segment is done from the... Pres- so we start off with Vera... We're in the hospital. Vera got out of the coma. She knew that she was innocent and decided mm-hmm. to yep. wake up. <laughs> uh, and Apollo and Juicy are like, Vera, you're you're innocent. And Vera's like, yay. And it's like, now I'm going to go out into the real world to experience life. And Apollo's like, it looks like the poison killed off her introvertness. And I went, Apollo. She became, she became you, neurotypical. <laughs> Apollo, you yoga committing fuck. I hate you. You piece of shit. <laughs> Justice would be like, have you tried yoga? Apollo Justice goes, have you tried not being depressed? I would just simply walk outside. 
Uh, and... Just like smile more. Smile more. Oh, and so like Bear is like, I'm gonna go into the real world. Here's a drawing for both Trucy and Apollo, and I think the Trucy drawing she does is very cute. Mm-hmm. And it's it is very good. And then she does an Apollo drawing, which is just his hair strands, and I think that's very funny. And then there's a third drawing where it's Trucy, Apollo, and Mister Hat, and Bear goes, "I love magicians, even though I low key caused the death of like a couple of them." <laughs> and we, mm-hmm. we move on. She, she was she was twelve. It's not her fault. It's not her fault, but like, yeah, it's not her fault. Um, and then we go on to the other thing where it's like Phoenix and Thalassa are talking, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Hey, Thalassa, you're. I'm glad you got your memory back." And so, <laughs> yeah, she just gets her memory back, dude. By the way, when you participate in the jury system, you get your memory back. That's if that's doing civil That's your duty. reward. <laughs> if your eye disease gets fixed, uh, your memory returns. And by eye disease, yeah. I presume I mean intense brain trauma from a bullet passing through your skull. Yeah, given probably. the circumstances. Yeah. Nah, I was just cataract. So she goes, <laughs> Jesus. So she goes, should I reveal the truth? And a Phoenix is like, no, nah, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And then, like, I imagine that Phoenix writes a note to himself, but like, remember to tell Trucy and Apollo, their siblings, folds it in his pocket and then forgets about it. <laughs> and as he's um, walking out, he gets hit by a car. He puts it through the washing machine and the note falls apart. <laughs> don't, don't do that. The note becomes a little ball and Apollo's like, the Phoenix is like, damn it, my receipts. Fuck. <laughs> and then uh, we have a scene where we have a we have a credit scene with all the NPCs that we saved and all the, like, clients that we helped. Um, and that's pretty much, like, the end of the game. And that's the end of Apollo's journey. He got one game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, he only gets one game? He only gets one game. Uh, Did you not know the, that? This is the only no, Apollo Justice game. I don't know. Game. Wait, really? This is the only Apollo game. This is the only Apollo Justice what? game. You guys? Like, th- yeah. I will say. What the fuck? Apollo does not disappear no. off the face of the earth or anything uh, uh-huh. like that. But this is his last game. This what? is the only what? game that focuses entirely on him. <laughs> what the? Rose, no. have you not? No. Have you not been I, looking over the recording Rose schedule? Rose is having. Rose is having a completely, a completely normal and highly acceptable reaction to learning that Apollo Justice, which was entirely about Phoenix Wright, is the only Apollo Justice game. I. All right, so I need. And I it's time for at, me to lift the curtain. I don't look at here, the recording folks. schedule because I don't fucking. I don't want spoilers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here's here's me lifting the curtain on some cultural context of the time, some time and place context. Apollo Justice comes out. Fan reaction is decent. You know, reviews are fine, but it doesn't blow the lid off of anything. Sales are relatively poor, though, for Apollo Justice. Hi there. Ben from the future just wanted to pop in because I didn't quite characterize this properly uh, and I was incorrect about one thing straight up which was the sales of Apollo Justice were actually fine it did fine um so uh that part I was incorrect on but as far as the reaction to the games itself yes Japan did not really like it very much um there was kind of a poor fan reaction to it Reviews were all right. Uh, That part was correct. Sevens, eights, nines, roughly across the board for the game. Um, 
the U.S. is a little bit more positive on the game, uh, but um, you know, if you look at popularity polls from Japan, it is a pretty wide gulf between the trilogy and Apollo Justice as far as just general reaction, how much people like it. You know, uh, so I did want to drop that in here real quick, just to add a little bit more uh, context to everything there. So uh, yeah, just wanted to add that in here. Um, things have been rosier over time to the game, I think. People have kind of warmed on it a bit. So, uh, but, you know, uh, just wanted to correct the record here with a few more details. Uh, so without further ado, I'll let you get back to the episode. Capcom interprets this as that people don't like Apollo, but they do like Phoenix. Uh, and so Apollo never gets to star in his own game again. He is part of an ensemble cast from here on out. I will not go to, into any other details, I think, beyond that, so that we can kind of experience the rest of the games and, and how that goes from there. But, um, yes, it's not like the series just gets handed off to him and it's all about him from here on out, it's, unfortunately. It's not Professor Layton versus Apollo Justice. I, that's, that's a fucking <laughs> spinoff. Yeah, that, 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 I will say that. That's and a so, spinoff. I'm, I'm disappointed. Hey, Capcom? <laughs> Hey, past and Capcom. <laughs> I'm adding this to my list. You gotta list go of back sh- in the past, tell Capcom they were wrong, come back to the future, and then you can use that against them in court. I'm, I'm, I'm adding this to my list of shit you've pissed me off about. It's not as long as some <laughs> other game companies' lists, but still. Uh, so yeah, Shu Takumi, like he, he tried to wrap this game up in a way and hand it off to a new group of writers, but the series essentially was put on pause after this. And instead we got the spinoffs, uh, which were Miles Edgeworth investigations one and two during this time period. I bought, I, I bought investigations the day it came out. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to eat that game cartridge. Uh, and then eventually it's we, not mine. we had to eat it. Eventually after this, then Takumi comes back and he does Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. And he works on that. And while he is working on the that game, Capcom then spins up uh, an Ace Attorney five at that point. But that, by that point, then Takumi is busy on uh, Phoenix Wright versus Layton. And so uh, he does not get to work on five. And he also has kind of said that he was. You know, he was satisfied he with the series. Spill. He was kind of done with it. He had he had put what he wanted into it, and he kind of used up his ideas. And uh, so, you know, once we get to five, that when we see where the main story picks up, you can see and make your decision on how you feel like if they do a good job or not of of kind of picking up any of these plot threads. But for a long time, people were kind of like, "Oh man, did Apollo Justice kill Ace Attorney?" Like mainline games. Uh, and uh no it didn't but um you know there was there was like this weird uh kind of like awkward period where they were trying to figure out like do ace attorney games sell well and you know and like five and six you know never came out in physical copies they were digital only games in the u.s because of how concerned they were about them not selling uh you know they they felt like they couldn't make the the production make sense to to actual do physical copies so um so yeah it's 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 kind of weird but that's that's kind of future stuff for now but um 
there's uh but yeah it's it's a little sad because i i think that apollo is a really really compelling character trucy is a really really compelling character and it would have been nice to see them get like full a trilogy control, you know you know full trilogy yeah just for them was, as well that was actually about them instead of just being about fucking phoenix right again <laughs> now I, I i defended sequels having reoccurring characters i think in the first episode of this and i do stand by that however this was done very poorly i have to say uh, yeah. i yeah the rug like... right out from underneath polly's feet I, yeah uh, i think a new protagonist was a good idea. Having an old character be a mentor is not a terrible idea. I think that they changed Phoenix's character so much that it was like you know what was truly taken away from us, though. What? Getting Trucy to interact with Maya. I would have yeah, loved that. Holy shit, bro. It- yeah, it doesn't make sense that there's no Maya. It doesn't make sense that there's no Edgeworth. It doesn't make sense that there's no Pearl. This was supposed to be, like, a new chapter in the Ace Attorney series. But instead, it spent most of its time reminiscing about the past. And not even reminiscing about the past. Just one guy. And that's the issue, is that the the greatest love about Ace Attorney is the cast. And we only got to fi- focus on a sliver of it. And, and you know th- what? I love this cast. I Clavier is like I straight up Cl- in he's in competition with Miles right now in my heart. Like I Clavier I, is a sick prosecutor. Miles is forever, but like Clavier is he's up there, like damn. At the very end, the Gaviners break up and he has actually like the most I don't know if they actually changed the sprite. But in my heart, it was the most genuine smile he ever had. And I was like, oh my god, Clavier. Yeah, it's not like a snarky smile or like a smile that he tries to hide because he's supposed to be stoic or something. It's like a genuine smile. Like I, I watched this man throw a hissy fit about like a um, sound mixer. He can't pretend to be stoic in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I actually, so like, I know this was supposed to be like the weird middle point of the series. And like, I, I think it's really sad, because I like all these characters. I like the changes they made. I headcanon that Thalassa is going to come back, and she's going to raise Apollo, Trucy, and Machi in one house. <laughs> and that's a new sitcom they have, where... Apollo's, yeah. like, 22. He's he, almost Apollo, an adult. Apollo just is going to show up and be like, I'm the big brother who has to take care of my siblings, Machi and Trucy. And Machi and Trucy are going to have a piano magician duet, and they're going to be cool, okay? This is a Disney Channel original show that I uh, just someone, wrote. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll take it. Uh, it's better just, than what the game gave me. I wanted more. Yeah, I felt like. Yeah, I felt like there's another game or two in there. I really, I'm like, legitimately, I had no idea. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm, I'm whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I, really I considered. I did not know. I didn't know I, I, anything. I considered like just leaving that hanging uh, until we get to five for you all to discover there. Um, Someone would have told me. Someone but would've. yeah, there was no way you wouldn't have found out between now yeah, and then because that's a, a pretty far away. I tell people things and, and they go, it's... oh, like this? And I go, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's happened to me like Wait, three or four. Like Rose. we talked about 
in the first episode, we talked about how I thought that the ghost and spirit medium shit was a fake bit that was like a gimmick in this game. <laughs> I did not think the ghosts were real in this game. How fucked up is that, everybody? <laughs> Rose, I want to I wanna appreciate your ability to not notice that this is a one-game-only thing, considering that you have a 2DS that has all the games on them. I didn't look. I don't look at them. <laughs> you, you just don't interact <laughs> with those icons? No, I don't. I, I legit get nervous that I'm playing the wrong game, so I look up the right name before we I start, so that I know I've got the right one. <laughs> Holy and shit. And then I only go to that one. You're way more dedicated to this than I am. I I am a, I don't like spoilers, funnily enough. <laughs> uh, this is very funny to me, considering that actually the first time I ever played an Ace Attorney game was the first case of Game 5. So, like... Oh, really? Yes, that is the first case I ever played. I played it, and then I went, eh, I got other shit to do. Um, <laughs> so, like, every everything that's happening to... This is part of the information that I know. And I was like, wowee. Dang. Yeah. Apollo gets fucked here. And like <laughs> fucking Phoenix Wright stands out on This is where this is like Phoenix Wright's villain arc where you reveal that he's like Thanos or some shit. <laughs> like I I really wanted Apollo to succeed here. But like the the end case is the my exact fear about this game, which is it becomes all about the previous protagonist. The reason that the red fight in Pokemon Gold and Silver is so fucking good is because in Gold and Silver you have your own journey and then you find this legendary hero at the top of a mountain who's been isolated from society and you fight him once and that's it. That's why it's mythical. But like, mm -hmm. to just introduce the previous protagonist as the first case and then go, by the way, He's Yoda now, and it's like, fuck, dude, I don't want to have a Yoda. I don't know. I have to be I responsible Yoda. for this. I want Yoda, yeah. but only if he is a funny little puppet who commits arson. I want Yoda, right. but only if he dies. <laughs> He's already dead. That's the best part about yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the, I will say, as just like a tease for the future, very the vaguest, vaguest, vaguest possible thing. To what you were saying, Tiago, there's still a case in six that's one of my favorite cases out of the whole series, right? Sure. You know? So, like, there, it's not like I'm saying, like, everything sucks from here on out. You know what I mean? No, I... There is still so much good stuff coming. It is, but yes, it is frustrating to see the potential and realize that, oh, man, Apollo Justice is kind of a game with one foot stuck in the past and one foot stuck in the future and it can't commit to either your one. Your whole damn body's stuck and in it, the past, your hand's barely in the future. <laughs> and and it's it's as unsatisfying as a result. Yeah. Uh, to, My hands like, you are, still, you are get all these little evidence from the past, from the future into the past, <laughs> and I'm still pissed off about it. Yeah. So it's, so yes, um, we will uh, get to do a little bit of a side tour instead, a little side side story, and uh, we'll get to go back to one of our old mainstays, one of our very, very favorites, Miles Edgeworth. Uh, so that is where we're going to be heading next, is to Miles Edgeworth uh, Investigations, uh, the first game, which, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of a gap for a bit. And uh, then they did this spinoff, and they were like, "Oh, hey, let's uh, let's try uh, let's try something oh, just a little bit different." And so they gave a separate team, um, 
Let's see here. Yeah, Apollo Justice was 2007, and then two years later was Ace Attorney Investigations. 2009. Cole, Miles Edgeworth. I was a sophomore yeah, in high school. Yeah, 2009. Sorry. Um, I was junior. So, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, again, another DS game. And I think... Nobody really knows anything about this game, right? Nobody here knows anything about it, really? Nobody? I know nothing. My so, brain is empty as always. Weirdly enough. If you do, if you know anything, Tiago, just say that you know a few things. You I'm, know, Don't I'm not say what they say are. I'm not going to say anything. What I am going to say is that while I was playing Apollo Justice, someone I follow on Twitter went through the entire trilogy and then went into the Ace Investigation games. And then I went like... Unfollow them. They... they <laughs> <laughs> I I messaged them to be like, hey, listen, I don't want to be a drag, but can you, like, tag these so I can block it? And they're like, yeah, sure, of course. And Because this is on private Twitter. This is someone that we know, Rose. Sorry, uh-huh. playing all of these we games. Can, we can talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> I just say your story. What I'm just saying is that um, I just asked them to be like, hey, listen, can you, like, put a little tweet in front of them? And they go, yeah, and then, uh... You should have so like, far, excuse me, you need to go back and play the fourth game. Excuse me, go back and play Apollo Justice. Uh, all I know so far is that, um... They ship Miles Edgeworth and Gumshoe from the from the trilogy. That's, that's my takeaway. It's either Phoenix and Miles, or Miles and Gumshoe. That's, I think I think Gumshoe's straight, and that's okay. He's the, he's the token straight. <laughs> Yeah, he's the token straight. So, uh, yeah, then I will, uh, yeah, I'll not say anything about uh, the gameplay of this game or anything about the story. We'll just leave that up, and you will find out together uh, as we play the first case of that game. Uh, so, um, yeah, if you are playing along with us, then go ahead and play the first case of uh, Miles Edgeworth Investigations. Let me pull that up here so I can say the title of it. Case. Yeah, the title of the case. I was going to say it, and I didn't have it right in front of me. Turnabout Cockring. Wow. That was a... Tiago. That's like an uncharacteristic joke, and I actually hate it. Cut that. Choices. Choice. Okay. (laughs) It is Turnabout Visitor. Oh, well... Turnabout Visitor is the first case of Miles Edgeworth. I'll take it. Ace Attorney (laughs) Investigation. That that actually sounds way better. uh, So we will jump into that next time, and... uh, we will see uh, kind of what, uh, what wild uh, things we get up to in a side story and shows what Miles is up to uh, while everybody else is busy. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for hanging around and listening as we made our way through Apollo Justice. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talking about this game. Um, if you want to keep up with the show and watch us uh, stream uh, Ace Attorney Investigations, Desi and I along with our good friend Iroh, have been streaming every case as we've been playing through it, and I take my notes and that sort of thing. Uh, So you can watch us do that uh, on our Twitch. If you follow us on Twitter, at AceAttorneyPod, we will tweet about it whenever we go live there. You can also uh, take a look at our Twitter. We just uh, put up some shirts. So if you uh, like the psycho eye attack jokes let's be, uh, let's be and cl- all the other little... Let's be clear. When we yeah. say we, I mean Ben. Ben did a lot of fucking... <laughs> I legit... This was a surprise to shirts. me, listener. I was ben just on... made shirts. I, I, have, I have it set up so that I get notifications from the Ace Attorney Pod Twitter. 
And then I look at my phone and goes, we just released uh we just released a new shirt line and I go, shit, we did? <laughs> <laughs> ben deserves all the credit. He's a genius. Um <laughs> Well thank you. Uh I uh, I'm simply yes. just an actor. We we ha- we have uh four shirts on there, and you can also get the designs on some other things like bath mats and pillows if you want. I just turned all the options on on Threadless. Uh, so if you go to updatedautopsyreport.threadless.com, you can see our shirt, which is we have a Psycho Eye Attack shirt, we have a logo shirt, we have an underwater music shirt, and we have an <laughs> Always Press Harder shirt. Wait, we actually uh, have so we an have- under- underwater music shirt? Yes. I was thinking about I that know. the other day, and I was like, damn, I kind of want to share it with underwater music on it. I would wear yeah. that. And I, it, I just, might. <laughs> it just says the word, it's just the lettering underwater music with, like, water design oh on it. Oh my god, because, I'm looking at it right now, it's very good. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yes, I, I uh, put those together. So, uh, listen, no pressure, but if you enjoy this show, uh, and you want to uh, put our goofy jokes on your body... You're welcome to do so. All money from that. We don't get much. It's only a couple bucks a shirt. It just goes to our hosting costs for the podcast so that I don't have to pull that out of my own pocket. Please. So, don't worry. That comes out of my pocket, too. <laughs> We're so, so poor. Uh, Please help us. Yeah. So don't worry uh, on that front. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsaben and on co-host under Yotsaben as well. Desi, where can people find you? Uh, at Yes, this is Des on Twitter. And Tiago, they can find me at Tiago S. Dutra. What uh, one minute review about the soundtrack? Uh, the Governor's theme rocks. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and Rose, uh, you can find me at Tralmarts on Twitter, where you can please buy my art because uh, I don't know if, if shout out to the Bostonians here if there's any of you, but <laughs> September first is coming up and. You know what that means. Uh, so, please buy my art. Uh, you can also find me at Rose Nonsense uh, in various places. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because please. that actually does make a big difference for discovery. Um, next episode, like I said, we'll be playing the first case of Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Boy.
little bit. Just um, a little bit. Bless you, bless you. 